Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our Sunday recap episode. I am Chad Millman, and I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hello, Chad. How are we doing, brother? Dude. I think we're feeling pretty good and we're going to get into why in a second, but things are looking, uh, as they say in show business, pretty, pretty, pretty good. We do have a lot to discuss. I don't want to spend too much time on preamble. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. It believes that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. A bet365 must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. You can be 18 and over in Kentucky. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. As a reminder, catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube and in our app. So for those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right. We are uh, three and one heading into the evening. Simon, we had Baltimore minus two and a half. We will discuss. We had Atlanta plus two and a half. That was tough. We had Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Just like we planned, we had the Los Angeles Chargers plus five and a half. Oh, no good. And then tonight, I'd say one of the biggest bets you and I have had all season collectively. Philadelphia Eagles minus two and a half against the Miami Dolphins. Line opened at one and a half, moved up to two, moved up to two and a half. Eagles got a lot of good injury news. Dolphins have some some challenges on defense uh, with some some players being out. We'll get into all this. Uh, games we considered but passed on. There wasn't a ton of disagreement this week. Like we didn't, we barely spoke this morning. Um, I was traveling on the way back. But we kind of locked in on the teams that that we agreed on Friday I think if if either of us had pushed on games we had leans on earlier in the week, maybe I've been going back and forth on this. Maybe you have an opinion. Maybe we would have been four and ho, four and oh heading into the afternoon games. I love the Bears, you lean Giants. We knew the Pats were the right side. We didn't have the courage to pull the trigger. Um, but as I was walking up to do the podcast, like uh I was thinking about. The games we we were most confident in, I don't think we would have taken out, which were the Chargers and the Eagles. So I, I think we would have ended up in the exact same spot, no matter what games, if we took any games out and put in the Bears or the Pats or anybody else. Yeah, and um, we, we, we weren't going to miss today. The, the Honestly, the only reason I was going to have us take out the Chargers was because I knew some sharp groups had come in on them. And I was like, dude. It's never good when they're they're pros coming on the Chiefs. And I, I said that to you, I think, on Thursday's show where it's yeah. like I, I didn't like that. And then, you know, I go in the Google Doc, put in our picks for convince me, and I see Raybon is on the Chargers. And it's like, 
the dude's hitting 70%. Like, these guys, they're really sharp, and I, I trusted them, but I also have a lot of respect for Chris. So that was the only move we were going to make. We were going to put the Bears in. Um, I put that out this morning in the tweet. That was like last one I was the Bears, and that was just the, the Bears when I went to two and a half, and all the money was flying in on the Raiders, and the number was not budging back to three. I was like, all right, that that's that's a good spot to be in. So, um, yeah, we, we could have maybe got out of it, but. I think we had a good number on uh, the Ravens. The Ravens went up to minus three and a half. Obviously, yes. hindsight didn't matter. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a nice week where you know people give us a lot of shit. We make a lot of stupid picks because we back bad quarterbacks. We we always talk about playing certain spots, and it's like you, you just got to do it. Like long term, right now it's we're on pace. If we lose time the Eagles, guess what we did this week? We went three for okay. two, sixty percent every week. I say that's our goal. And, you know, I thought this week Ritter had me killing myself. The guy had three turnovers in the red zone. Hold on. We're going to get, we're gonna, dude. I know. I'm gonna, just going to run through it where it's yeah. like, we take these bad quarterbacks and you just stay the course where it's like, they'll get us there. You just set them a little faith. And, uh, yeah, shockingly, freaking boy wonder is the only one that disappointed us today, Herbert. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a day of the really – we talked all week, the, or all year, I guess. The the public has had a nice run. They got slaughtered today. Even me yes. myself got slaughtered. Like I did a stupid uh, public teaser of the Bills for a decent amount of money, dead. So um, yeah, the, the the public were due for a really bad week like this week. And man, did, did they get bludgeoned this week? Well, look, uh, the game that that we were afraid to bet that in any other circumstance we would have bet. The New England Patriots is huge dogs against the Bills. Like, I don't know. I, I know why we missed it. I know how we missed it. Um, I don't think we ever would have put it in the contest. Uh, no. But boy, oh no. boy, you know, just so upsetting to have missed the game. I just I just <laughs> wanted to, I want, you know, it's like you want to have the grossest picks possible sometimes in your contest so you can say, yeah, I wasn't afraid of that. I'm more. I, I would say I'm, we're more annoyed probably because we're probably zero and three or zero and four this year in contests back in the Patriots, and then they finally come through and we don't have them in. But I had no issue not having them in. I fucking I, I hate that team. I hate Mac Jones. To your point about um, you know all season long, the public has been raking it in. Um, yeah. On back in the favorites. That's why and, I can't believe we're doing good. I yeah, I can't believe unders, we're, we're and unders even have good. been cashing. Yeah. And today in the early games, these are the dogs that covered. Colts, Pats, Bears, Giants, Falcons. Every game went over in the early slot, except the Giants in Washington. And you liked the Giants this week. Raybon liked the Giants this week. Um, I think we just felt like we wanted to get a better number in the contest. It wasn't about not liking that game. Yeah, we could have taken it today. I think it might have been three, three and a half. But yeah, we just, again, we just had good numbers that we didn't want to lose. The Eagles was another good number. I think that was up to minus three and a half. We didn't want to lose that two and a half yep. on that either. Yep, exactly. Uh, someone in the chat has asked, uh, am I growing a beard until the Bears lose? <laughs> I'm growing a beard in honor of uh, our new quarterback uh, because he's clearly the best passer on the team. And uh, this is who we're going to roll with until we trade Justin Fields and we have entered the Tyson era. That's that's what it's about. Yeah, he, he ain't it. So <laughs> enjoy the win. It was a fun win. You guys beat the Raiders, but um, no, this ain't, this ain't Brock Purdy. 
you guys, <laughs> you want to get the number one pick from Carolina or yourselves, and you take a quarterback, whether it be Drake or Williams, whoever. Um, but no, that's we said it. We said it coming in the year, the Bears have talent. You just got to squint your eyes to see it. Um, but even still, that that was just again, we would have had that game, and it was like that. That was just a funny game where Hoyer, a backup quarterback, was a favorite. And what did Hoyer look like? He looked like a backup quarterback. He yeah. couldn't make a single throw, um, especially on third downs. He was just brutal. So, yeah, nice nice spot for Chad's Bears. Uh, Baltimore minus two and a half. We nailed this. Had it all week from the get-go. Yeah. We loved it. We loved it last Sunday night. We believed the lines were overvalued. We believed the Ravens were undervalued as short home favorites. Um, it was it was over in the first quarter. Um and, and, you know, the Ravens, here's a good stat from Evan, 9.1 yards per play today, highest in a game in franchise history. Damn. Yeah. The, and the funny thing is like, I've been up since 9 PM Hawaii time and I couldn't go to sleep because of the lines, honestly, like it was not even that I'm so worried about Miami tonight with this Eagles game. It really was a line thing where it's like, what am I overlooking here? And like, am I overlooking something? And like, Calling people, just going through, because I had a lot of money. Chad knows this. I had a lot of money invested all week into this Ravens side, and I didn't get it. Like this, like the number kept moving towards back down to two and a half, and I was just like, "Who, who are these pros betting this Lions team? Like this is just such a naturally a bad spot, a spot they'll lose and they play sluggish." And it wasn't even like they were playing sluggish. I mean, they were playing hard. They just couldn't get anything going. It all fell back to golf. Like he was just missing throws, and that that Ravens defense played really well. And then offensively, I mean, they steamrolled him. It was fourteen nothing like that. Um, huge fourth and one. I feel like early in the game where Lamar ran it in. Uh, yeah, Chad. Those those are nice nice hits by us. Where it's like me and you aren't the biggest guys betting favorites, but that number popped Sunday night, and we were both right on it. Where it's like that that's that's where you come in on this Lions team. So um, we said it all week. Lions got all the, got all the flowers, right? MVP golf. There people are powering them. Number one or number two, best team in football. Cause the Eagles and the 49ers had lost. And it's just, I try to always tell people like the media is really stupid. Their, their whole point is to make you feel good and want to click on their stuff and read their stuff. So like they got their money's worth from Lions fans this week. They came back down to earth. You guys are a really good team. Nothing changes. Still have you above Dallas, power rate number three. But you saw what it can be. Like when it's when it's January and you guys have to go to San Francisco or you have to come to Philadelphia, are you really going to back off unless the number is above three and a half, four? So that's just my whole point. Like I'm not here to beat you, Detroit fans. You just have to look at it from a betting angle. That's all I look through a prism of. Like everything I look through is a betting angle where it's like, I do think you guys are good. My job is to shit on you because we have to try to get people to fade the lines. Like, that's the hardest part. It's like I'm trying to convince you, even myself. I told you I didn't sleep all night. I've been up um, coming up on almost, you know, 18 hours straight here. So I love I love what Detroit's built there. We talked Ben Johnson. I think he's going to be a great head coach next year for some different team. But they got humbled today, which I think is really good for Detroit. They were just they were on an absolute bender. I mean, breaking all these little records that the Lions hadn't set in forever. Um they got humbled really quick in that game. So great read by us, Chad. Felt good to get an easy win. One of the best stats I heard today was uh, the Lions hadn't started the season 6-1 and one since 1958. Um, <laughs> Shit. Which is just yeah. futility. I will say, 
it's totally futile. Um, but also, and I, I also thought this was a really good point by the announcers in the Lions Ravens game. Lamar has faced the NFC in 17 games. He's 16 and one straight up. And his one loss came versus the Giants last season. But one of the announcers was talking about how he dominates against the NFC and that there's a little bit of a lot of the teams that he sees on a regular basis in the AFC get used to his pace of play. And he's just a different player at a different speed than what a lot of NFC teams faced. And what was really interesting today, and we started to see this last week against the or against the Steelers a couple weeks ago, but the receivers for the Ravens were converting and today they were, they were catching the ball. He's thrown the ball, different arm angles, a lot more confidence, a lot more comfortable in the pocket, taking his time. He's a much different quarterback than he was even two years ago. Yeah. And uh, Evan's put in our chat they're <laughs> They are at home next week. The lines at Monday night against the Vegas. So they, they hung a line of minus seven and a half. I'll throw a little on that, see which way the number moves, but talk talk about a bad spot for that Raiders team. They might get smacked by this angry Detroit team. All right, Atlanta plus two and a half. So this was our big balls bet of the week. I tried to convince you to make the Bears our big balls bet of the week. Uh, (laughs) You refused to bet on the Bears. Yeah, the fans Uh, didn't want it. 66% didn't want it. That's right. That's true. In the chat, the fans didn't want the Bears. Uh, I don't know why anyone would want the Falcons. This did not need to be a sweat. In no, you way. love it. The Dolphins, the, the Falcons dominated the entire game. Even when it was tied, it was never a game that I, as a Falcons better, was sweating. In my head, I'm like, all right, we got the Ravens, we got the Falcons. We're going to be 2-0 heading into the afternoon games. They had more total yardage. They averaged more than one yard per play higher than the Bucks. They averaged four yards, almost four yards per play passing higher than the Bucks. Desmond Ritter, not just fumbles in the red zone, fumbles inside the one. A fumble walking into the end zone nonchalantly and getting the ball knocked out of his hand when they were about to go up by two scores. We don't deserve this one. He doesn't deserve to be starting in the NFL. Yeah, and again, another guy I shit on for months, and people finally came around. Atlanta fans, your 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 team was trying to trade for a quarterback all offseason. Believe me, like you might have denied it in your soul, but you know this this guy. Imagine being in that building watching this guy every day practice. It must be a horrible experience. He had three fumbles in the red zone. I couldn't. I cannot believe he two covered that inside number. the one yard line. I know. I can't believe he covered the number. I really can't. Like, thank you, Baker. Just a classic Baker game. Um, needed it bad from him. Like if he had just been a C, they would have won that game having those turnovers. So, um, yeah, like you know, the sometimes it's going to bounce our way, Chad, and sometimes it's not. And that one definitely bounced our way in the sense that you have three red zone turnovers, you almost always lose that bet, especially when you're betting on a road dog. So, um. Yeah, felt felt really great that that number came through because uh, another game we talked when we made our big balls bet. It's like no one's betting this. And you saw all the tweets this morning. No monies, no tickets, nothing was bet on this team. Like literally, I probably counted for one percent of the entire thing of all the books. I swear to God, like that's how low. And people couldn't be happier to take that money. That's what I talk the time being a professional. 
they invite our bets where they're like, yes, come in, bet this. And it was a, it was really fun. That's a good example of a team that the number was two and a half all week. All the money kept coming in all morning on the Bucks, And I had books begging me to come in and bet uh, on the Atlanta. And all you're doing is negotiating a price. I said, I'm only going to take it if you give me a three. There's other books that are giving me threes. Why would I take your two and a half where I can get a three? And you saw a bunch of books just pop the three because they needed that Atlanta money because it was just so heavy on the books. So, yeah, once again, the books, they absolutely crushed today. I feel about Atlanta that they are going to be a team, as we've said every single week, we're just going to be tempted by because no, because the <laughs> books are going to need them every single week. They are going to try to entice us to bet them every single week. And Arthur Smith... I need, in the same way that sort of when the season started, we said we needed a Bijan Robinson cam. We need an Arthur Smith cam because the poor guy is in so much agony with Desmond Ritter as his quarterback, ruining his beautiful, pristine, artistic game plans every single week. This guy cannot get a new quarterback fast enough. I feel terrible for him. I do. It's so hard to watch them. Uh, Pittsburgh, plus three and a half. Four and two Pittsburgh Steelers, who I thought for sure we were going to lose this game in the first half. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I remembered, honestly, then I remembered. Things go the Steelers' way because their defense is so opportunistic. And they are not dependent on Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. Their defense makes plays. Their defense gets better as the game goes on. They invite chaos every single week when they are underdogs and when they are in this position. Ra-Ra Mike Tomlin, TJ Watt, pick to start the second half. And then all of a sudden, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, like start getting better and better and better. And like George Pickens is so confident he believes he will catch any ball that was in that feels like it's within 50 feet of his body. And he is literally taunting anybody who comes close to him. Yeah, Kenny Pickett is like a wind-up toy. The guy needs an hour to get going. It's bizarre. Their offense looks inept. He couldn't make any throws. He's making terrible reads. I'm cursing Chad's name. I'm like, why the fuck did we take this three and a half? There were so many other dogs we liked. That was an easier bet. When you're down seven with Kenny Pickett, it felt like I was down 30 points. Oh, yeah. It's like there's no chance this guy's getting me seven on this drive. And bizarre team, the total, a total momentum team that if momentum flips their way, they can get things rolling. And they're they look unstoppable. They look like a really good team, a team that could win their division. But for a half, they look like a bottom four team. They look like they're going to be one of the top teams in the draft. So it's it's a very bizarre team. I hate betting them. And I love betting them. I should say that because we keep winning on them. Yeah. But I hate the I hate the experience of watching them. Like the, that game and that Ravens game, minimum took a year off my heart. Like it's just every little thing. It's ache and pain. You're just cursing Kenny's name. But um, like you say, Chad, we just we trust the numbers. That was kind of a trends bet there, and I was really just betting on Tomlin being a three and a half dog. Where it's like the Rams might win that. Like we kept saying, the Rams could win it, but it's not going to be by more than a field goal. And that's why we put Pittsburgh in the round robin. Um, I think we went what four and one the money line round yeah. robin. So, yeah. 
a, a week where we took a lot of short dogs, Chad, and it's never easy taking short dogs. I mean, it's just sweat after sweat after sweat. See, I just I feel completely different about this Steelers team. I never have fear of betting them because unlike the Falcons, who I do have fear of betting because they are put, under- put 50K on Pittsburgh, Chad. Tell me you have no stress on watching Kenny Pickett. All right. It's a horrible experience. I'm telling you, dude. It's horrible. Here's my point. Here's my point. <laughs> the Falcons are undervalued every week. And so we yeah. bet them every week, even though we know it's misery. We don't bet the Steelers <laughs> every week. We bet the Steelers in the spots where we know they can back it up. Mike Tomlin, in his career, 47-45 straight up as a dog. 57-31-4 against the spread as a dog. Mike Tomlin as a dog is the right side of a bet. So I'm not uncomfortable betting Mike Tomlin getting a hook on the road against an LA Rams team that I think has been overvalued because they played so well against the spread so far this year. So it doesn't matter who's playing for them. It could be Duck Hodges. You know, could be ducks from Madman. Say again. So you just got to trust the number. Trust the number. The Steelers are a trust the number team. Now they're four and two atop the NFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Los Angeles Chargers, my exact decision. Boy, I don't want to talk about it. What's to say? Keep it moving. What's to say? (laughs) Like it was a back and forth game. And even though it was a back and forth game, I never felt like the Chargers were going to be able to not be the Chargers. And sure enough, they're driving. They're down 24-17. Tip pass in the Chiefs' red zone. Intercepted. They don't get another four, four, first down until it's fourth and 16, and there's less than three minutes left, and they're down by 14 points. Like This team does what it does for multiple generations at this point. It's astonishing. Yeah, and because because Herbert doesn't talk and you never see him, like he gets and he's on the middle. Like no no one cares about the Chargers, right? No if one. this kid was the Cowboys quarterback, if he was a big brand, right, we'd be crushing him. And he gets away with it, but like, dude, he's he's fucking up. Like he's just not good right now. Their offense is out of sync. They're doing a lot of dumb shit. I mean, how do you put up a goose egg? You put up zero in the second half in a divisional game in a must win. You needed that for your season. Like, you're, you couldn't be more of a little brother to the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs have already won their division. It's not even Halloween. They've already won their division. Like, just dominant. What is it? Eight straight years now they've won this division. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. So, Chargers, it, you, you got to keep saying it. Same old Charger. I mean, Kelsey whatever it was. He had like 150 yards receiving in the first half. It's like, how do you not fire the head coach? The, the head coach's specialty is to be a defensive coordinator. That's why you brought him in. That's what he's supposed to be great at. You, you built a defensive plan around letting Kelsey beat you? Like, what the fuck is happening? I can't stand this Chargers team. I hate that we keep betting them because they are, according to models, going to be undervalued because – Everyone hates them. Like, that's the thing that's so tough. That's why we each have to bet them. It's like only the pros are left betting them. And, you know, the public probably bet them this week just because we already talked about the Chiefs usually play those short games. Like, they usually are a three-point win, those Charger games. It's always really close. And it stunk. Like, we were in that game. Like, the Chiefs hadn't scored a single point either in the second half. And the Chargers had all these opportunities. They kept getting turnovers. And just nothing from Herbert. Complete dog shit. Like, I'm going to go back and watch that film after we get off this call. 
um, in between this Eagles game. But, like, he had so many little reads where the flash of greatness and then followed by just four plays of just shit by him. And So many uh, throws that were brilliant. And then instead of throwing a nice touch pass to Keenan Allen, who's wide open, fading into the corner of the end zone, throws a fucking laser beam. Yeah. With no touch from five yards away that could have bore a hole into the side of the stadium. Like, dude, what the actual fuck? And here's an amazing Evan stat. Mahomes, 29 and three straight up versus the AFC West. Holy oh shit. We even in Tom Brady's heyday, I don't know if he was if he had started his career like this. Like that's that is pretty insane. Well, look, they showed a stat in the game tonight. Uh, after Through 80 games together, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid win at an 80% clip. That's ahead of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at 77% and uh, at a winning percentage of seven, 770. And Vince Lombardi and Bart Starr at a winning percentage that is slightly lower than that. I mean, Mahomes, look, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Travis he's Kelsey is already Yeah, you know, it's like... What he's done is insane. And the way he can move his body and like, it's just unfair. It's unfair when you're playing a defense that leaves the middle of the field wide open. So Travis Kelsey can be targeted 13 times, have 12 <laughs> receptions for 180 yards. And the one time he dropped the ball, it was an impossible catch that he still got his hands on and could have had it if there wasn't a defender between him and the actual ball. Like they're sick. They're totally sick. It's yeah, embarrassing yep. what happened to the Chargers today. All right. <laughs> we got um, we got the Eagles tonight, minus two and a half. It's a big bet for you. It's a big bet for me. I'm super excited about it. Um, I'm going to try to stay up. You're tired. I'm tired. I was traveling since Tuesday. Four flights, six days, home midday today. That's why I don't look so good. But I'm going to try to stay up as long as I can to root on the Eagles. Yeah, you're you're definitely wearing your weekend on your face. <laughs> you know what? It was one of those weekends. It was rough. I'm not gonna. I'm those are great lie. weekends, though. I can't. I can't do college anymore. I'll just. I'll just say that it's not. It's not in my game plan anymore. All right. Um, let's see. Other picks that we did this week: Foxhole, Baltimore minus two and a half. Big balls, Atlanta plus two and a half. Exact decision. Chargers plus five and a half. Simon says Philly minus two and a half tonight. Our round robin. Uh, we had Atlanta plus two and a half for the money line underdog round robin. So good for us. Baltimore. I guess it wasn't an underdog. Minus two and a half. Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Chargers we lost and we got Philly tonight. So let's freaking do this, Eagles. Let's... I had I had us as New York, Chicago, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. And then Chargers. Wow, did I completely write it down wrong? Well, I just I, I don't think I would have let you put the Ravens in because that's not a that's not a dog. Yeah, so I don't know why I have that written down. <laughs> and I it, like that was before the weekend. Yeah, yeah, man, let's put in the chat: Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Giants, Chargers, Chicago. I was gonna say I went four for one of mine. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I did, uh, Simon? I Your weekend warrior. I I. Uh, Miss mistyped in our picks for the day into our round robin. Our round robin, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Whatever, whatever Matt Mitchell just said. Let me. Uh, I wish we were done four and one for the day. That would have been nice. Now I gotta I know, sweat right? out the Eagles, man. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, win, win. New York Giants, win. Chicago Bears, win. Uh, L.A. Chargers, loss. Matt Mitchell says, "Jesus Christ, Chad Millman, shave and get a coffee slash a grip." Guys, <laughs> I'm doing so well in this podcast right now. I took notes all day. I was like on, I was on point all day. I don't need kudos for doing my fucking job. All right. <laughs> we know what we're leaning to tonight in Sunday night football. We're all over the Eagles. What else do you want to say? No birds. Yeah. On the Eagles on Eagles first half. I'm hoping this game goes like the Ravens game. That's what the situation feels like where it's like, we're, we're, buying at the lowest point of this Eagles team and sound at the peak of Miami. Like they've just steamrolled through really bad teams and their only loss this year when they got blown out was against the bills and the bills look like a completely different team now. So, um, a game me and Chad wouldn't be shocked if we somehow didn't cover this game where it came down to a last second field goal by the Eagles and we pushed or lands on two and we actually lose. But, um, this does feel like whoever's going to win this game blows out the other side. Like I, I could see the Dolphins blowing out the Eagles if the Eagles got behind. And the same with the Eagles, where it's like their their running game is so dominant, and the Miami defense is so suspect. Like they are so bad that if the Eagles can't get right against this, that they're in huge trouble against this Miami offense. So um, yeah. it, it just all lines up for this Eagles team in this spot. And not to even mention Kelly Green's Chad. They're, they're wearing the throwbacks tonight. Look, I think um, I'm partially feeling the way I do about the Eagles because you need to believe they can dominate this game to believe they are the team we think they are. Yeah, and and all those crazy Phillies fans from Citizens Banks Park, they'll be at uh, the Eagles Stadium tonight, so it should be pretty rowdy. People, <laughs> day, people have been day drinking. People are texting me at 6 in the morning East Coast. Philly so, sports. Yeah, they've been, been day drinking for 14 hours now before this game. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States today? Game time. That's right. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, because they sponsor this show. But number two, because I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm actually opening Game Time right now from my house here in Connecticut. NBA season is starting up, folks. You guys want to go to the Brooklyn Nets this week? You want to see the Brooklyn Nets for less than 70 bucks? You want to see some of the best NBA players in the world? You can do that using Game Time. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app. Get out, have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Simon, looking at the board right now, you just mentioned a game you were thinking about, uh, Detroit against Las Vegas next week that you might just take a little bit of a taste of. But a whole bunch of other games on the board. Has anything piqued your interest so far? I got a couple. I got a couple that I'm leaning towards already. And and it's not pretty. <laughs> uh yeah, I would say th- this this week is a little tough. It feels like there's a lot of big ass spreads. 
um, looking at. There's not too many, um, you know, just popping out dogs that I really like. Because uh, usually I wait on betting dogs because usually that number goes up. Like if I'm going to bet Sunday, I try to go after the favorites because that's usually how the number is going to move. Yeah. But yeah, like f- fishiest line that jumps out to me right now is the Titans. Yeah. Playing Atlanta or yep. plus one dog at home. Yep. The backup quarterback. Yep. Like they don't even know who they haven't even said who their quarterback's going to be. But I know it's not going to be Tannehill. Um, so that that's definitely one that jumps out, Chad, where it's like maybe I'll wait. But that's that's definitely a game people are going to hate us for. But probably going to be on Tennessee and probably going to be fading Atlanta here on a back to back road games. Like that's that's a tough spot to be in, especially when your quarterback's a dumpster. Um, Pittsburgh, Chad's team, dude, catching a yeah, catching a point at home against the Jags once again. Why don't we just let people bet this up, Chad? Like I feel like the public will come in on the Jaguars. They were in a standalone game. Um. You know, Trevor Lawrence looked really, really good. Like, I got, I got, got. I really did think he had a bad injury to his knee. The dude ran for like sixty yards. I'm like, fucking a man. Like, I hate when those kind of things happen. They're like, yeah, he might not play. The guy can't run, and he's not moving well. And it's like, you would never know he had a knee injury. He he moved perfectly well in that pocket. So, um, just two ones that jump out, and then one I'm just gonna bet. Just because I, I can't believe it's really this low, minus three for Houston against Carolina Panthers. Like that number has to go up. That number's got to go up. Though you tell me the public's not going to be all over this. So if it doesn't budge, I will happily buy out of this position. I'll be all over the Carolina. But what in the world? Three points with CJ right now on this team. Like just on coaching alone, I have to take this number. Like, yeah. I feel like there's such a huge coaching advantage for Houston and that defense going up against this Panthers offense that um, I think both teams are coming off a bye, but I really do think that favors Houston. They're just such a well-coached team. Um, Carolina talked about they're making their offense more simple. Man, I, I don't know what they could do to scheme up to get get a good read on this Houston team. So this is, again, early reads. People think could change. But if I'm going one chalky pick right now, it's, it's Houston at minus three. Um, another game that seems a little bit interesting to me, especially because we don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson right now. The Browns is two and a half point underdogs on the road against Seattle. Yeah, fishy. Uh, fishy. Very fishy right now. I don't know what to make Again, it though, I feel like we could wait and maybe get plus three. Yep. Um, but you know what? I'll, I'll I'll throw a little on that now. That is a weird number. Uh, but one more. Yeah. And maybe it's going to go up. And maybe this is your point. Arizona plus eight at home against Baltimore. Like this number is going to go up. Arizona just lost. Baltimore just blew them out. Like this is this is I'm telling you right now, this number is going to get to nine. It's going to get to ten, and we're going to have to put Baltimore in the con- or Arizona in the contest. Just you should just do what I've been doing. I've been fading them. ever since James Conner had gotten hurt. I've just been fading them, but I've been taking them in the first half because Evan gave us that stat. They're like incredible covering first half. So they covered again today. I think they covered the four and a half. Yeah, goes five. Um, yeah, it's. That, that's a big one. I'm just glad you didn't say Denver. I really did think the first thing Chad was going to say was Denver, the Chiefs. And I, what I tell you people, me and Chad, we always bet Denver and we always lose. But once again, this number should be six and a half, seven. It's eight and a half right now. 
And it's one of the first bets I made. I just didn't bring it up because I was waiting for Chad to say it, but I'm on Denver. I fucking hate, I hate this. I hate it so much. But you guys see what we're talking about. The Chiefs just play with their food. Like, you have to take these big, big dogs. And, you know, I knew I was doing for some type of regression with Mahomes. He's going to start covering some of these numbers. What are they on right now, Evan? Are they on a three-straight covering game streak? And, and me and Chad have just gone against them in all three of these games. Um, I feel like they're on a bit of a heater here. So we, we got to do it. Like, this is an inflated number, but um, definitely another number where – I'm going to grab it now. We probably can wait. I'll probably keep going up. But, yeah, three straight covers for the Chiefs. Five and one, their last six. Thank you, Evan. That's – that's. What, what are we supposed to do, Chad? We have to take Denver, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, by the way, we did take Denver plus two this week, and they yeah. covered for us. Yeah, even if the even if Green Bay hit that field goal, we were even still good Bay, on one and a half but again, plus two. I'll say it again, and I say it every Sunday. That's why you have to listen to the Sunday show. And I'll reiterate this on Tuesday. I'll reiterate this on Thursday. That line was two when we talked on Sunday. Yeah. It got that down to one. And that's basically where it stood for most of the week. That was a game where as a Broncos backer, you did not really have much of a sweat because it was 17-16 Packers. And then it was Broncos 1917. And then if the Broncos had choked, which is what they end up doing, they would have lost 20 to 19. So you were never concerned about what was going to happen in that game if you had bet the Broncos at plus two. Yeah, and I, I was dying just laughing how that was just going to fall on that number. It's like, how, how do they know? But yeah, that was that was a great game. It's it's astonishing. Yeah, the Denver one is gross. And honestly, I didn't bring it up because I feel like it's going to wait. I, I feel like we can wait and it's going to get bigger becomes Mahomes didn't just win today. He dominated and like was so good that this game's going to close 10 and we're going to have to back Denver. Yeah, no, it's, it's public. If you're, if you're a big public better and you just been riding the chiefs, you've had a nice run. So true. <sighs> we made it through another week. We're going to be at least three and two, if not better. We're going to root hard for the Eagles. We're going to root hard for Philly sports because there is a love affair going on right now, not just between the city of Philadelphia and the Phillies, but America and the Phillies. And Bryce Harper is having one of those moments where he goes from being like the obnoxious dude with frosted tips that everyone wanted to hate on when he was first coming out of high school to being a blue collar, physical carry the city and team on his shoulders, epitomize what it means to be playing in Philly ball player right now. And it's all thanks to Jonathan Papelbon. If you don't remember this, Chad, Jonathan Papelbon choked him and pretty much bitch slapped him in the dugout on the Washington Nationals years ago. And that completely turned Harper from a giant douche into just a little douche. So thank you, Jonathan Papelbon, for smacking the shit out of Bryce Harper. And yeah, he's a Phillies legend. Him and Schwarber. Build the statues. Like you can you can build the statues now. Both both legends. I think Schwarber just broke um was it Reggie Jackson's record for lefties? Most home runs by a lefty in the playoffs with half the games played. Like Schwarber, thank you, Chicago. I, I mean, you can't I can't thank you guys enough. Um, but like Chicago fans said, he needed the right hitting coach, turn him into what he is now. And that's that's the damn truth. So 
Um, yeah, I don't want to go too. I don't want to jinx this. That's why I've been trying not to talk about the Phillies, but three two coming home to the bank. Feel, feeling pretty good right now. Just need the Eagles to win tonight. You know where Kyle Schwarber went to college? He went to he's went to Indiana. Indiana University. Wow. Go. IU. Fight, fight, fight. First sport I covered for the Indiana Daily Student was IU baseball. As a reminder, <laughs> the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Catch our next episode live on Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern on Action Network's YouTube channel and on AMP. We're covering the entire NFL board. Download the podcast from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. Until next time, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.